is that I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. What's up, bitches? Tell them to bring me my money. Okay, we are back. It is It's Just Money Podcast. Today is Thursday, January 6th in 2022. It is a new year. Happy New Year, everyone. And this is episode 49, I believe. And the boys are all here, except for Reese. Reese <laughs> went back, so he is uh, gone. Hopefully he can make R. some... I think he has some freedom down there, a little bit. He, snap, he like Snapchats me in the mornings and he texts me throughout the day. So it's not as like regulated, I think, to be on their phone. So maybe, who knows? Maybe he'll be in here. But... The boys are here, and how are they doing? Wonderful. Thanks, JP. <laughs> Schaefer? We responded. I'm, uh, I'm I know I'm thankful for it because it was dead silent for a second. Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, I'm sure you're going to ask how my bets have been going. I my was going to ask that, yes. My, my bets have been going all right. Uh, I think I've won four or five of the last six. Uh, my college, Some college football bets have been all right. I'm almost tempted to just kind of uh, end my last college bet, college football bet of the season on last night's K-State LSU game because it was such a lock. I don't. No, really you know. can't do that. I mean, it was such a lock. I just don't want to ruin it because for this national championship game that's just infuriating. Oh, God, that was awful. Infuriating. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, we can, we'll get into that. But, yeah, so, yeah. Life's good. Yeah. Bets are good. Saw you guys this weekend. So, what's your uh, New Year's resolution? As are you sticking to it or my New Year's resolution? Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I got some stuff. I just like some little stuff. I'm just trying to. What is it? Uh, well, this sounds really this sounds really weird, but like I'm trying yeah. to like I'm really I've gotten really bad at not getting up on my first alarm. Like set it. That's like a good stop one. it like 20 30 minutes i'll lose and i'll like lose time in my morning and it's just i wake up and i just i'm pissed off because i shut off my alarm a hundred times so i'm trying to get better at that and then like i'm trying to get a better like night routine because i just sit on my fucking phone for 30 minutes on tiktok and i'm like this just needs to stop like this just does nothing for me so i'm trying to find a better night routine but those i love it i love it those are two yeah. very progressive adult good things yeah i know i know right we'll see how long it lasts that's awesome okay jp what is your how have your bets been first and then tell me your new year's resolution well today i i this is the second night in a row i've had a bad date last night i had one with towson welcome to college basketball yeah syracuse just hit a buzzer beater three that meant absolutely nothing to lose by one instead of <laughs> i had miami minus two what the fuck man i mean i, I don't know what distance it was it was just oh I, I'm playing it in my brain. It's probably a 360 behind the back scooper from 75 feet that went in or something. At least I hope it is. At least I hope it be something cool. Rather it's than probably something. like where they're all walking off the court because there's yeah, no clock sure. away, so they don't foul. And the guy just drainos a three. Yeah. The guy that was one for eight beforehand. <laughs> just infuriating. That's like in pickup when the kid who's just absolutely awful banks in the game winner. And he's like holding his wrist up like he's just straight cash. And I know that because sometimes that's me. Yeah. So, 
I'll say, JP, if it makes you feel any better, Bradley's cut it down to six after being down 17. So good. Oh, fuck you. That's not good. Here come the Braves. Wait, Schaefer, what do you have in that game? I had Missouri State minus one on the road. They were up 16 or something at one point. And the last I've checked, it was a six or eight point game. Sounds like the NBA. I remember uh, last year when we were betting the NBA, Shafe. Oh, yeah. That would be up by 20, would lose a game. If you want to, yeah, if you want to make some money, like that is where the money's at. When like a team gets up 20 or 30 in the second quarter, go take that other team's spread if it's still huge. Because I would give it 70, 75% of the time they'll come back and make it a relatively close game. Like, because guys just stop trying, like, or like big teams get really hot. They're fucking professional basketball players, for God's sake. Right, and that's just kind of how. How is the NBA? That's a, that's a, I mean that's a good question. I don't even know what's going on. I just see constant highlights of the Lakers looking yeah. like a YMCA pickup team. Yeah, it's kind of a shit show right now. Uh, I think the COVID stuff is kind of taking its course. I mean, it's still kind of got a full grasp on the league, but, like, there's still dudes in and out, and there's still teams at pause. But um, I think it's really good because right now you have a lot of random teams that are – I think any, anybody – it's anybody's got a chance this year. Um, so that's good. It kind of reminds me of the NFL. Like, right now the Bulls are in first place in the East. Uh, nobody really saw that coming. You know, Brooklyn – Brooklyn's just getting Kyrie back. The Bucks are kind of struggling. Um the Lakers are obviously everybody kind of knows about them. They're struggling, but I mean that's kind of what LeBron does. He's done it time and time again, and always figured it out once June or May comes around. But and then the block or the Suns are and the Warriors are probably two of the top teams in the league right now in the same division. So I mean it's it's entertaining. I'm I'm definitely what 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 football game was it where I'm like all right I am just I'm done with this shit. I'm all in on basketball. It, yeah, I don't know. It was, one, it was one of the college football games this weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was after uh, – duh, I'm a dumbass. It was basically after after the college football playoff games. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I'm ready to watch basketball. I am so ready. I'm going to watch the Colts playoff games, and that's about it. They're like, still playing the regular season shape. Got to win this weekend, man. I, I, yeah, I know. I don't want to jinx this. I know. Yeah, isn't it like if the Colts lose to Jacksonville this weekend and Pittsburgh wins – and then the another teams don't as long as the other teams don't tie Pittsburgh gets in instead of the Colts. Yes, Is that what I saw something like that. Yeah, between the Chargers and the Raiders, if yeah, either one of them tie or something. Yeah, Raiders. Raiders. Wouldn't that be kind of shitty though? Because after everything that happened on Monday night with Ben Roethlisberger playing his last game at Heinz Field, and like they did that whole never say never playoff <laughs> game. They they wouldn't host a game. No, yeah, they'd be, they would be, uh, was, they would, they wouldn't host because they're the Bengals won the division already. Yeah, Joey B, baby, the goat. That Joey was awesome. Jamar Chase, the only connection America needs. Yeah, Jamar Chase was huge for me in fantasy this year. He was, he's a beast. It was a year of young guys. There's really good rookies this year. Did you have Jonathan Taylor too? Yes. Did you win? You should have won. I lost by a half a point in the ch- title game. Oh my because God! Edwards Alaire didn't play in the second half for the Chiefs. Ah, that's that's tough. Yeah, I I want to get into fantasy football oh, next year. I need I need to find a league. You can run it up with our league. You can we'll start our own. I'll get another. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Let's get let's get some with our listeners. Anybody want to get into a fantasy football? Oh, yeah, 
No, I like playing fantasy football. It's nice. It's like the Wednesday or Thursday morning thing where I get like a notification, like so-and-so is out is projected to outscore this person in your lineup. I'm like, oh shit. Then I set my lineup and I let it roll. But I had a lot of young dudes, but the only dude that I really cared about this year, Cooper Cup put my team on his back. You had Cooper Cup too? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm good. Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup. He's a, so you had one of the probably most improved player of the year if that was a thing in the NFL. You have offensive rookie of the year and you have the number one running back in the NFL. Correct. <laughs> you lost. Correct. Because Edwards a lair. I just didn't have the secondary running back power. Jonathan Taylor was very good for me. Yes. You were making a very good point. Um, Cooper cup. Let me just read his numbers just because I want to give this guy a shout out. 35, 54, 42, 19, 26, 48, 53, 35, 34, 40, 27, 40, 50, 48, 35, and 30. You must a menace. You must play in like pretty point inflated. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like four like... points per 25 receiving yards. Oh. It's like, gotcha. um, so like I lost the title game like 264 and a half to 264. It was ridiculous. But it is what it is, and we move on. We live and we learn. It's ninth year in that same league, and I've never won it. So it is. Uh-huh. Um, okay, let's move on to college football. A lot has happened. College football playoff is over. The only thing that remains is the national title game. Both games weren't very good. I would say the Alabama and Cincinnati game was better to watch, like more interesting, closer for a longer period of time. And then I don't think the score really reflected how that game was played. I don't know. What you, what do you guys think? I think it did with Cincinnati having three. I don't think it did on the other side, Alabama having the 27 that they had or whatnot. Um, but I, like Cincinnati just couldn't move the ball. That was the end all be all. That was why I wasn't interested in the game is because I didn't know how explosive they could be. And that was answered. So, I mean, I, I feel like I expected it to be a little bit closer. I didn't expect them to be held under 10 points, but I didn't really think that they'd be anywhere around 20 either. So, um, yeah, I kind of went how I thought it was going to. The other game did not, but I'm not really not that upset that it went that way. Like, sorry about it. Because <laughs> you saw that team do the same thing to you a week, couple weeks before or what? Just because I'm not a big Michigan guy. Like, they can do whatever and sit on their little hill of relevant every once in a while kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I thought, you know, Cincinnati defensively deserved to be in. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we put them in. I thought they really held their own. The defense did what it had to do to give them a chance to win. It was just really kind of depressing, and that's just sort of – that is – it is what it is. That's what you're going to see when you have a group of five team go against – Alabama or the SEC it was just man on man <laughs> they could have played eight quarters and I don't think Cincinnati would have gotten to 13 points uh, it really was just that kind of thing you're not guard you're, you can't block Will Anderson you can't prepare for that kind of thing when you play in the American all season and it's, it's tough to say I'm not saying they don't deserve to be in or a group of five doesn't deserve to be in next time but that's just what you should expect. Uh, it'll be tough for them to get in next time yeah it's just, it doesn't matter, but they, that was my next question: Is do you feel they kept it close enough or looked competitive enough to give that next group of five team a shot? I thought the defense did, but just strength on strength, I just 
offensively was never even – it was never close, not even close, not even relatively close, if we're being honest. It, it was kind of sad in that sort of fashion. Like, I don't know what gr- – maybe there will be a group of five team that doesn't have the defense next time, and they're just uh, kind of like the UCF of the old days where they just were super good offensively. I don't know if they would – do that to a team, though. If you don't play defense and you want to put them in that, I think it'd be. Yeah, exa- exactly. So I don't know what you're going to get out of a group of five team. You you kind of – you had a team who had a veteran quarterback and a really good defense, and that's kind of what you put up. I mean, that's – it is what it is. That's kind of what it's going to be. Right, and that's just kind of the way the games went. On the other side of the things, you got to look at Michigan and their linemen walking in with the run-the-ball T-shirt <laughs> and sunglasses, like high and mighty – put up 42 points in the Big Ten title, routed an Iowa team that had um, 10 wins, and then rushes for 29 yards. That was kind of back to the Georgia team that we saw weeks one through 11, where we were kind of like, wow, like this team's so far and away better than other teams, and it just kind of took over. That was they my- had, oh, Yeah, they had a lot of nerve. I mean, you, you – I get it. You dominated Iowa, who was a good defense, and you dominated Ohio State, but – I mean, Ohio State gave up, what, 40-something points to Utah? Like, look, like if they would have done that in the national championship game and they had beaten Georgia, I'd have been like, all right, you beat a SEC power, like you held your own, like, okay, you can wear that in the national title game. You hadn't seen a defense like Georgia all year or like anything like the SEC, so I'm not really sure. Overconfidence was a little bit too much. So hopefully they learn their lesson next time, I guess. I do not think they will be wearing a run-the-ball T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. They played right into what Georgia did best. Like, when you saw Georgia struggle is when teams were spreading them out and trying to go over the top on them. Michigan was like, no, this is who we are, which I respect. Like, you stick with your, who, what you've been and who you've been the whole year, which is running the football between the tackles and going that direction. They're like, you know what, yeah. let's do it, and it just did not work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Run, run at Jordan Davis. Uh, they had a lot of confidence. They're like, yeah, we're going to just shove it down Jordan Davis's throat. Yeah, that – he is six seven, three hundred fifty pounds, and can run a four six. Like, come come on now, who are we kidding? It should be illegal. <laughs> okay, let's uh, jump to something different. Let's go into our recaps. We kind of made a list of what we're going to go through college football wise, looking out on the season before we j- dive into the national title game, which I'm sure Schaefer is just electrified to speak on. Um, giddy about it. Yeah, let's go into the list. Um, and I believe the first thing on the list was coach of the year, correct? Mm, yeah. Okay, coach of the year will go Schaefer, JP, myself. Um, we don't know each other's answers. I don't think we actually gave away anything. So it can be anything and everything. We'll go down this list, but we'll start with Schaefer, coach of the year. Who do you got? Uh, well, it's kind of a toss-up based on the way I saw them perform in bowl games. Mine would either be Jim Harbaugh or Dave Aranda. Uh, I probably will give Get it one, to, bitch. Coach right, fine. Fine. I'll give it to Dave Aranda. God damn it. Okay. Is that, who, is that your pick? Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, well, then you shouldn't have, you should have let me choose both of them. And then you could have said you just wanted Dave Aranda. Yeah. Um, Dave Aranda's on me too. Dave Aranda. He's the guy for me. Um, similar to what Matt rule did uh, two win season last year. Uh, wasn't really sure what you were going to get out of Gary Bohan in this season. I thought he was a nice quarterback. I thought he was steady, but he really overperformed what he was capable of, I thought. And I thought Aranda really got the best of him. And that defense was as 
it was as good as it was. And they really played were the best versions of themselves this season. And they got a nice win. I know Corral didn't play in the uh, bowl game or was hurt early. But the way that game was going, I thought Baylor's defense would have been just fine and it would have been a closer game. But I thought there's no reason Baylor shouldn't have won that game without with Corral in anyways. So for that, I'm going to give it to Baylor and I'm going to give it to Aranda as my coach of the year. JP. I would say my two finalists would be too different. I think they would – It'd be Dave Clawson at Wake Forest, or I would look um, at Harbaugh, honestly. Or you could even look at Jeff Trailer down at UTSA. Like, there was a lot that I think went under the radar because their teams weren't there in the end. But I really do like the story of Trailer, just because that, that team was born in, what, 2013? They flipped the FBS, had really poor years. And then they got people behind them. That's, I mean, that's awesome stuff. But I, I think Dave Clawson making Wake what it was and taking advantage of the ACC and doing what, you know, having a historic season there. They haven't been to ACC title since like 2006 or something like that, maybe a little bit later. But it's like good for them. I give it to him. I think uh, just an honorable mention would be Kyle Whittingham out of Utah. I think that would have been a pretty – for the way they started and the way they finished, he – would have made the top five for me. If I had to put somebody second on my list, um, pretty much Schaefer touched on everything at Randall-wise that I would have said. Um, definitely I would have looked at Sam Pittman. Just from where we were talking about Arkansas yep. way back in, in before the season started, it wasn't a team that were it was going to shock you. We were kind of high on him because he got a couple of wins last year with a team that he didn't expect anything from, and then he puts up a nine-win season in a, a really pretty dominant fashion bowl game win this year. Thank you. Um, W, by the way, Woo Pig. Yeah, that was Woo, nice. They're, they're beat Penn State. Yeah, the boys had that one. That was that was a good pick. Um, for the people. Pittman did. Sam Pittman's already asking for a raise. Did you see that? He said his agent reached out to the University of Arkansas and thinks he should be Is paid. he wrong? Like I mean, is he wrong? Look at Arkansas the last 10 years. Is he – I mean – I mean, the not, way he won football, dude, they had the hardest schedule in the arguably hard, the hardest schedule in the country this year. And they won nine games and they could have won the Ole Miss game. They had a shot at the Alabama game. Like, I, I don't, I don't really see any problem with that. If I'm being honest, and he's got KJ for the future, like 3.75 million is his current contract. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so hard for us to look at that and say like, why the hell would he ask for more money? Because, like, to us, that's so infinite. But then to him, it's, I don't know. That's a lot of money to be asking for more after nine and four. Yeah. I think he wants to be paid around what Napier got at Florida and what Kirby Smart's getting around the sixes, six and a half. Not quite seven where those guys are, but I think he wants almost doubled. I think he deserves as much pay as Billy Napier. I mean, to be honest, Billy Napier, he hasn't done anything yet, so – He's making seven point three, I think. Yep, that's big. Uh, that's big boy money. Um, those are coaches of the year. Uh, now we're going to go to the Heisman Trophy. Obviously, Monta Smith. Um, there was other guys up there. I'm pretty sure I know JP's answer. But um, if you were to put somebody else, what? Yeah. See, did you say Devonte Smith was the Heisman? Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're behind. When you talk this much, you mess things up sometimes. <laughs> um, okay. Well, who were you guys' Heisman Trophy winners? JP, go. Jerry Pickett. Yeah. 
I just think he if you're he's it depends what your you know idea of the Heisman is. Is it the best player on the best team? Is it the best player in the country? Period. Is it the best stats? Is it to me? It's a little bit of everything. And if you take Pickett away from Pitt, way more happens than if you take Bryce Young away from Alabama. Now the numbers were pretty similar. I get one was doing in the ACC, one was doing in the SEC. One also has the luxury of better playmakers all the way around him, like everywhere. Not naming names, but we know who we're talking about here. And the other guy was, like, making a ton of plays with a lack of superstar ability around him. Like, Pitt's defense was, was really good. That's where, like, a lot of the star power was. Not on the offense, outside of Pickett. So, I like Pickett. I think that would have been an awesome story. I'm on the same train, and I have no other reasons. <laughs> I yeah, I'm – I – I really don't care, if I'm being honest. I don't really give a shit about This is our award. None of the weird stuff in the past has ever happened, all right? They don't do dumb voting. We get to choose. It's yours. It doesn't matter. It doesn't well, matter. I, I, give, I give the Heisman out to the most electric player in college football. And, I, yeah, I would say Pickett would probably be 1B, and but 1A for me would be Matt Corral. I think just the way, talent-wise, he was just head and shoulders, I think, the best quarterback in the country. And, the stuff he could do with his legs and with his arm was incredible. And to, for t- uh, Ole Miss to win 10 games, I mean, that's really impressive. I, Ole Miss hasn't been great in the last couple of years. And and I don't know. I thought he kind of reminded me of a Lamar Jackson where Lamar lost a couple games. He never really – I mean, he got it, them to a New Year's Six Bowl, but he never got them really in playoff contention. And I thought that was very similar in stat-wise and everything like that and playmaking ability. And that's kind of what a Heisman winner comes to my mind. It's like a guy who just leads them to about a double-digit win season but still puts up just insane, gaudy numbers. And it doesn't have to be the best team in the country. Some people say that our Jackson should have won two because he put the same numbers twice and people were tired of it the second year. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Manziel did the exact same thing. He was an electric, <laughs> he was an electric factory for a New Year's Six. They didn't go to the playoff. They weren't even really that close, but RG three. Yeah, it's 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 the same thing, and I and we've gotten so far away from that in the last couple of years. Like, it's just it's so so bullshit, and it's so annoying. <laughs> okay, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, jumping to another one. Let's go to play of the year. A play that sticks out in your mind. I'm gonna go first, so mine doesn't get stolen. Um, but this is somebody that I feel like would have been in our last talk about the Heisman if they didn't get hurt if they were surrounded by a little bit better of athletes, if they made different decisions sometimes, didn't try to do too much, but that's just kind of who he is. I'm going to give mine to Bo Nix in the LSU play. I think in any regard, if he stays healthy and plays a similar game to the way he played when we were in Fayetteville, that guy's, if not second, winning the Heisman. And that's the Heisman play. So I'm going to give it to Bo Nix. That was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. He avoided like eight dudes and then threw an absolute laser to a wide open fullback. Uh, I'm going to let you go first, Jordan. I'm still pondering. Okay. Well, let's talk through this. I have a couple that I would nominate. I would nominate uh, the Oklahoma pick against Nebraska, even though it was a weird situation. Just the play itself uh, was up there. I would say the the ball that Matt Corral threw against Arkansas to, like, put them back in the lead with, like, a minute to go. Like, that was an election – like, not an amazement, but just you're, like, watching it. And it's pretty much, like, 
all coming at you at once. Everything's flying, like, score, 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 score. You can't keep up with everything. So that was really cool. Um, but I would say the pick at Oklahoma, just because of the the toughness factor of that one, it outweighs all the rest of them. Okay, there's JP's play. What do you got, Schaefer? I don't think I, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I got anything for you. You have no play. I wasn't prepared for this one. <laughs> and I can't even think anything that comes to my mind. Like, I'm trying to just rehash, like, all the fucking plays of the season. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, there's so many fucking games. Where the hell am I even going to start? Okay, I'm going to – I can't even – you're telling me that Bo Nix one. Like, I can't even – like, that one is not even, like, coming to my mind at this point. Like, I remember the Oklahoma-Nebraska uh, game pick. Like, I – um, the Ohio State catch was it Ohio State Michigan? That was a back shoulder ball that Garrett Wilson had to fall down and turn completely and catch oh, on. Oh yeah, I kind of remember that, that one. I can't remember who they were playing that. That was one of the best catches I've seen in recent. And Jenga had a really good uh, catch in the Rose Bowl. It was Oklahoma Texas. The ball that uh, I can't remember Oklahoma's receiver's name. Did the exact same thing, like completely turned around, shaped with the ball under the defender, like just insane. You're like, how do you get your feet down? That's not even humanly possible. Yeah, I I see where you're coming from, Schaefer, but also you got to look at that Bo Nix play because it happened early in the year, earlier I should yeah. say, very early, but it was incredible. And they're and like, I'm trying to like like YouTube like top plays of the year, and like they haven't put any of those out. You know, you know what I mean? Like those those compilations of like college football plays of the year is like 22 minutes long it's like david yeah. they'll probably wait to the national championship game to be done with but i know some accounts that do it like per week but I yeah know. yeah they do per week the best, the best, the best. okay so. let's jump to the next one let's go to game of the year the game that sticks out in your mind um, mine's already been mentioned so i'll just throw it out there Ole miss arkansas at old miss 52 51 both teams score three touchdowns in the fourth quarter Arkansas scores to go up with like 32 seconds left and Corral throws an absolute missile down the sideline, catches a dude in stride, nobody within 15 yards of him, scores, and then Arkansas somehow puts a drive together, throws a great ball. KJ Jefferson throws a great ball in the corner of the end zone. They score again. They go for two. They don't get it. Massive nuts from Pittman to go for two there, um, but just an electric game and one I'll never forget watching live. JP. Man, you could look all the way back to – like what was that week one that Florida State hosted? Notre uh, Dame game, yeah, Dame. that was a great game. You were like, wow, that was a great game. Like you had Mackenzie Milton back, you had Notre Dame breaking in Jack Cohn. What are both of these teams at the time? We were like, I don't think either one of these teams is very good. Turns out one of them was, one of them was not. Um, Oklahoma, Texas feels like an obvious one. You could choose Michigan, yeah. State, Michigan. Uh, you could even truly look at Iowa Penn State, but that one didn't have the flair. You know what I mean? It didn't have a little bit of pop to it. I would say Oklahoma, Texas has got to be my choice just with the fact. You motherfucker. That was. <laughs> but it, it, you know what I mean? Like it was. No, I know. That was my pick. It was tied and then it was back and forth. Like there were just so many swings and it all happened so fast. Kind of like the end of the Arkansas Ole Miss game. Um, yeah, I thought, I mean, a couple another Big 12 game really comes to my mind would be Oklahoma, Oklahoma State was pretty good. Um, Bedlam at night, that was fun. Really, I don't know what you guys thought. I thought it could have made a top ten for me. I thought the Rose Bowl was great. I really oh, did. Fantastic. I thought that was a top top ten game for me. Bowl games don't matter, crowd. Everybody's on Twitter talking about how much they're how great it was. 
thought bowl games didn't matter. Twitter, come on, where are you at? Yeah, we can get into that later. But like, I did, I did think that was that was a great game. Kind of, then one just soared past my head. I thought the hype around it, but it didn't really. I mean, it was still an alright game to watch. I thought Ohio State Michigan was a lot of fun this year. Kind of just fun to watch Ohio State. Great Michigan. football weather for that too. Like yeah, yeah. The, like you had the you had the snow and and everything like that. Um, you know, what? Probably, I don't know if we have this on the list, but most disappointing game of the year, you definitely got to throw it out to fucking um, Ohio, I mean, Michigan State. Well, yes, that was a good one. I was just going to say, I, I would say Iowa, Iowa State just didn't live up to any hype. It was just an absolute pretty much. And I, I mean, the scoreboard didn't say it, but it was an ass kicking from start to finish for both teams were on the map. It was the only game that week, and it was just an ass kicking from start to finish and really didn't give the state of Iowa this great publicity game on national television. So, Damn, you could say Iowa State, you and I, Texas A&M, Alabama. There's a lot. Or, or, Ole Miss, yeah, Texas A&M. Yeah. Iowa State, you and I. What do you mean? That was a great game. Fuck, you know, that was the most boring football game. I seriously, I think that was the most boring football game I've probably ever watched in my life. Yeah, wasn't that like a 19 to 13 game? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I think it was less than that. Like, I was – like, we were sitting in the like – 17-15 kind thank, of – Let's say, thank God I was sitting in the st- section of the stadium that sold beer because I was popped. Because <laughs> I was like, I can't watch this anymore. I have to get drunk. This is awful. This I know. So I think boring. That, might be, that might be like a new bet of the year up there is the, you and I plus whatever because they're always competitive in that game. We have uh, we have yeah. Southeast Missouri this year. We've not yeah. never – Played them in my life. Yeah, it was good. It's going to be interesting. Iowa has uh, South Dakota State. Oh, upset alert. Here we go. Get the boys ready. Everybody pay attention for week one. That's going to be everybody in the world's upset pick. Uh, And they also have – shoot, I can't remember. Nebraska's got North Dakota. North Dakota's actually not bad. Yeah, they're okay. They've gotten better. I should say that. Nebraska – Schedule is not half as tough as what it was last year. Scott should be at least three and zero. Scotty, he should be. We should be at least three and zero going into Week Four, playing at home against Oklahoma. And if it's that's the case, then it'll be a big game that week. So um, that should be fun. I'm hoping that goes that way. But There's also, no, week one against North there, there is no way. You heard it from me first. If Nebraska is not even a if they're not at least a three-point favorite in that game, I will be game? shocked. The Oklahoma game. I don't know, man. Yeah, it'll pro- it'll be close. It won't be like a big spread whatsoever unless Nebraska gets shit upon the first three games. The only one that scares me is that Northwestern game week one. Um, but we'll see what happens in Ireland, over in Ireland. Week zero, actually. We play week zero again. How exciting. Um, okay, let's go to another one. Let's go to bowl game of the year. Uh, who wants to lead us off? I have a feeling I'm going to have a duplicate pick with somebody else. Well, I mean, you're all going to have the duplicate that you're thinking of. Yeah, I was going to say I, I'm kind of siding Rose Bowl at the moment. Is that what yours is, JP? No. Okay, I got Music City Bowl. Yeah, that's what I had. Okay, good. That, that's a good pick. Forty-eight, forty-five. I had two in my mind, and they both were mentioned. So. 40, I think both of those games finished 48-45, so an electric game for the over. I would say Iowa, Kentucky, Iowa State, Clemson weren't bad bowl games. 
Clemson Iowa Iowa State and Kentucky. Was pretty if you're in the defense, I guess. Yes, Iowa and Kentucky would have been more fun if it was a little bit higher scoring. But there's like it was like fun for three drives and then slow down, punt three drives and then uh, fun for three drives and then punt three drives. Coastal NIU was a good bowl game. Give that a little bit of a shout out. Um, I believe Wyoming Kent State as well. I'm sorry. Can somebody tell me what the Music City – like, I can't even think it off the top of my Purdue head. Purdue beat Tennessee 48-45. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't get to watch that game. That's why I couldn't think of it. I was like, what the fuck was that game? The very controversial touchdown taken away from Tennessee. Yeah, dude. I didn't watch a second – I had to – that's so dumb. I heard that game was great. It was unbelievable. It was 31-30 with four minutes to go in the game. And it finished 48-45. Also, their over-under was 66 and it was 31-30 with four minutes left, and I was sitting with Reese watching it, and they were like four touchdowns in the last four minutes. Just really over. I never doubt. So that's tough. Okay, um, Rose Bowl, Schaefer's pick, very good pick, very good game. Also the most video game filled, video game number filled game ever. Word of art. Yeah. Yeah, video game stats. Smith and Jigba's numbers that game were literally like jaw dropping. That was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. The 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 rising scramble on fourth down was also a video game play. What fourth the fuck fourth. was Ohio State doing? Like, why didn't he go down? That was like the game glitched and he just kept running. It was oh, I was so pissed. And then uh, that hit he took was hard to watch just because he was throwing it away and he couldn't protect himself and he came yeah. Oh, he job at best himself. But the, but that fucking that dude, that dude that came in, that was sick. First ever snap, first ever throw, go brings him down, scores a touchdown. Like that shit was awesome. That's football, baby. The Rose Bowl is always great, and it's all it's it's like the one time a year that stadium is ever filled. So I I really I hate that that game's in California. California does not deserve that football game. No, but. But I will say this, the people from the Pac-12, the North Pac-12, and the Big Ten deserve that do being you, Do you think – do you hear they're considering relocating the Super Bowl in L.A.? They're moving it – they might move it somewhere else. Oh, yeah. For what? Vegas gets it next year, correct? Yeah. They, they do Vegas twice in a row. I yeah, thought, I that's a question that popped up the other day. I thought the Super Bowl was always like first couple weeks of February, is it not? Like, yeah, it's like the, the second week of February. Is the first oh, might be, might be the this year now. It's the second. 13th this year. But yeah. I always thought it was like the second or third. It's going to be depressing this year on Super Bowl Sunday that I fucking – that I'm just going to be watching it by myself and I'm going like to yeah. make myself my own food. It's going to be like the first time I've done that ever. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I've watched them like – when you were kids and you'd have the Super Bowl parties rolling. Like I had one for Arizona – Pittsburgh. Great game. It was a bunch of fucking middle schoolers running around, not even fucking paying attention to the game. Oh, yeah. But that was a blast, though. You like pretended you were Ben Roethlisberger and San Antonio Holmes, and it was just a great time. Just all Dorito and Mountain Dew out. Oh, it was awesome. Dorito, Mountain Dew, and you make it through about the first four and a half minutes of the game, and it's touch football. Then you watch the last five minutes, and you're all in, and yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want Schaefer. All you have is Doritos and Mountain Dew. You only are on an island by yourself. You have no weapons, nothing. That's all you have, Doritos, Mountain Dew. How long could you last? Uh, I mean, yeah, probably. 
12 pack, I should say, 12 pack in two bags. I mean, probably until it's out because I, I would die. I, I don't know. I'd have nothing to eat or drink. Probably until it's out. That was your answer? Yeah, yeah probably give it. So I, I could probably make it last. I would probably drink, try to keep it to one, one a day, one and a half a day. Oh, we, me and Parks be screwed the way we go through some Mountain Dews, man. <laughs> Sounds like a day. Yeah. Sounds like a day. <laughs> I don't actually do that 12 a day. It's like, I'd rather just die. That sounds day, miserable. Yeah. I think yeah, I would be dead. You're going to eat that? Yeah. Be the only food on the planet would be that, like, That's a real thing for the listeners out there. Our, my old roommate, if Colin, if you're listening, fuck you, buddy. I, the more <laughs> I think about that, I'm sitting here. I sit down, I would make my meal, I'd come home from practice, I'm starving, I'm on a college budget, I would put like a frozen pizza in the oven, I'd pull it out, I'd sit down, he'd look at me like, look at this disgusting peasant eating this pizza, are you going to eat that? Yeah, I'm going to fucking eat it, I just made it in the oven, and then 10 minutes into me eating it, he looks over, can I have a bite? Like, what? You have to pick a side, buddy, it's either you don't want me to eat it or you want a fucking bite. Same thing with pop. Anytime I pour a pop. Are you drinking pop? Yeah. I look over. He's got his mouth on my straw. What are you doing? <laughs> he couldn't pick a side. So, Colin, figure it out. Okay. Um, I just want to read these off really quick. Smith and Jigba's numbers in the Rose Bowl. 15 catches, 347 yards, and three touchdowns. 347 yards. That's high school road to glory shit. <laughs> That's, like, That's better than road to glory. <laughs> my God. I don't know. I played Road to Glory the other day, and I went off for like six TDs. Those kids can't tackle. Jesus. <laughs> Great game. Great game. What do you guys feel about that? You guys think it's going to be back next year or what? Like, what's the feeling? Are we... No, it's not going to be back next year. That's what they're saying. No, it's not. Who's saying that? I think it's going to get – EA said that in yeah. this last month. Correct. Uh, I thought they're in the works. I didn't see that they were going to have it well, next that's year. Their date that they're trying to hit. They've given themselves that deadline. Yeah, twenty twenty three is what they're trying to get. NCAA football twenty three. So, but it's going to NCAA twenty three, but it's going to be released this year. No, no. NCAA. I guess it would be twenty four then. Yeah. Okay. But no, I don't think it would be. I think it'd be twenty three and have their live rosters like Madden is. Well. They always use or go the year before. Yeah, I would say they go the year ahead or year before or something. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do is, but release it. And my next question, game comes out. Let's say they don't put a price point on it. Take this fifty nine ninety nine out of your head. What would you be willing to pay? Well, well I would have to. But whatever it is, just add an Xbox or. That's, yeah, exactly what JP said. Well, first they got to fucking buy one of the new consoles, which is a just a fuck ton and a half can't even get them anywhere right now yeah exactly the positive point is that we have that year and hopefully i don't know if it's true or not because like ps5s are still untouchable um like that extra year should calm it down or at least let them get in stock somewhat because i'd be like for the game itself outside of the console i i'd put down four or five hundred bucks today you know what the problem is, though? The game itself? Yeah, just the game. I put 400 Imagine paying 500 bucks and it comes out like bad. Wouldn't you feel like a dumbass? No, because I'd figure it out. I would figure it out. I don't care what it is. I'm pre-ordering the yeah. shit of that thing. Yeah. And the Deluxe Edition, 80 bucks. Slap it down. I'm buying it. I mean, what I'll if, figure it out. 
What if you came across, like, I think this would be the all-time moment. You walk into, like, a random uh, thrift store or, like, you know, like, the CD and hobby places that have, like, two rooms with four games. They sell, like, all antique video games, newer video games, like, like action gamers? figures, that kind of place. What? Like, gamers? Is that a national thing? Yeah, but it's, like, it's like a locally owned place. You know, they always got all the rinky-dink stuff. You walk in there and you get... You see three copies of NCAA Football 14 for 20 bucks. How much money do you think you could make off those four? Well, 20 I mean, bucks total? No, 20 bucks a piece. I'm at least putting it on eBay for $399.99. So let me do <laughs> I would, I would say $1,140 would be my profit. I'd probably resell it for. For a guaranteed buck, if I resold it for seventy, I feel like somebody would buy it. Seventy a piece. I feel like if I sold for seventy, somebody would easily take it. Depending on the condition of the game. If you sold it for seventy, people would laugh at you. Yeah, they would. Uh, I've so seen I've seen like it cool. around for sixty five before. Where I would love to meet the guy because I will buy it off him and sell <laughs> it back to him. Check Amazon. Well, Amazon's not. I thought you said you saw it like some guys. Who you guys has the game? Do you do either of you have it? Yeah, I got fourteen. You motherfucker! Let me have it. You don't play. No. You don't play it. I'm almost positive one of my roommates has it in the wrong case, so he has two of them now because I can't find mine. Moved in, moved out, wasn't there anymore. Pretty sure it's in the wrong case somewhere. Hopefully I mean, not. I had it, and I had a like I customized with a little bit of design talent I had way back in the day. Um, I customized the cover. It had Tommy Armstrong Jr. on it. It was all Nebraska. It looked like exactly like all the other covers. It just had him on it with like Memorial Stadium in the background, black and white, whatever. And it, nothing on the back because you just print them and you cut them out and then slip it in the cover so it's whatever you want. Anyway, I have no idea where it was. And I went back to my parents after my freshman year of college and I was like, hey, like, where's my NCAA 14? It's not in my room. Like, oh, I think it was laying up here somewhere. We threw it in the dumpster. Oh, excuse me. Like, what you just threw away? I know they don't know. They don't know. And I'm like, that's like a $500 video game right now. Well, you shouldn't have left it on the counter. That's your excuse, is it was on the <laughs> counter, so it automatically gets thrown in the garbage. You couldn't have thrown it downstairs with the other 600 video games. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, but I do love you, mom and dad. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, we got off on a good, good long tangent about football video games, but they will be back, Schaefer. And it doesn't sound like you're too positive about it either. No, I'm not until I see it. Schaefer is like Schaefer is like a, like a B bad guy until something goes good, yeah. so nothing can ever be bad. I may believe it till I see it. Empty guy. No, I'm just saying I don't. I don't believe it till I see it. Like that's just how it is. You know who also says that? Who? People who don't love the game. That's Don't true. have the passion for it. Sounds like not a football cool. guy to me. Yeah, not a football guy. Yep, mark it down. He's a basketball guy. If NCAA, what about NCAA basketball 23? What if it played like 2K17? Or like 2K- well, the, well, you can't say that because it would, you, you would have, you'd have to say it'd play like NBA Live because they're too NBA Live's bad. No, they, but because it's EA Sports. It's whole thing now. EA Sports isn't going to make they can they'll figure something out like there's no way that if it played like 2k that'd be fun i think that'd i would be all right. i would play the fuck out of an nca 2k 23 that would be awesome 
but I don't, I, dude, NCAA 10 basketball might be up there with some of the greatest ga- with one of the greatest games of all time. Greatest game of all time. Greatest game of all time. NFL 2K5. Nobody can tell me otherwise. NFL 2K5 is the greatest game of all time. I wow. single love that football game. That might be a fantastic. hot take. It's a fantastic. You, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, you know, like. Yes. Uh, fantastic. Terrell Owens on the front. Terrific. Seriously, best football game I've ever played. Like, I, I would. I ever played it. I'm not going to lie. It's YouTube it after this. It's, a, it's such a fun game. Uh, nothing beats NCAA 14, but that's just me. NCAA, NCAA games, the college football games floated the shit well, out. NCAA 2006 baseball. Yeah, MVP. That, oh, was, a good game. that was a good game. Great game. Stuff. Unbelievable. They, they, they peaked. I, I am nervous. I will say this. I know JP said it a couple times. He even tweeted it the other day. If they do make the new NCAA game like Madden, Oh man, they're gonna piss so many people off. The problem is now is like you used to you used to look forward to like what the next game had to offer. You also like, had the ability to like not buy them and like consumer pull. You know what I mean? Like if you wanted something in a game, people would just simply stop buying it. For this, everybody's buying it either way. So yeah. I don't think you're driven to change it. That's true. But they could legitimately the the most successful they would be with this is if they took the code for the actual like player gameplay in NCAA fourteen, click Control V, Control C, Control V, and just updated the graphics. Unbelievable! They would make so much fucking money. I have to do this. They would have to do a couple things. You cannot make it that easy to run the spread option because that's all anybody ever ran when you played somebody. Dumbest thing. Too easy to run. I would say, I guess, better ball skills for the receivers. If you remember, like, receivers don't high point balls. Like, you have to try to use their own and go up. Like, there's no ball skills. I think that could be implemented in the middle. A little and they, bit need to, they need to fix catching abilities. Because, like, when I play an All-American or a Heisman, if I throw to a receiver and I don't use or catch it, they're, they're dropping the motherfucker every time. And it's the most stressful thing I experience all throughout my day. I – uh I put on some new sliders on NCAA 13. I looked up some for my dynasty I've been playing. And they don't catch shit. I was at Central Michigan as an OC. They don't catch anything. Quarterback would go like 30 for 47, but 10 drops. So it's like, oh, my God. But I do that to myself with the sliders, I guess. Schaefer, can I have NCAA 14 for like a week? Because I will jailbreak my Xbox and get the new thing. Like, I just want to try it. And have you, can- you tried Schaefer? If you have the capability, if you jailbreak it and you do it, I will give it to you. I thought you were trying to do it. How did you not do it? I, I have no idea who to ask, where to go, what to pay. I, don't, I, I can do it. I've done it before. Do you? It's, the PS3 looks much easier how to do it than the fucking Xbox. I've done it before on an Xbox. Well, not obviously the same situation, but I did it for unlimited demos, like to make it so the demo doesn't like basically a free game. What? Like the demo limits you to like two games or two teams or whatever. I used to make it so you could use any team or whatever. I just watched a thousand videos on it and finally figured it out, but I have jailbroken an Xbox before. I feel like they wouldn't care that much of a 360 at jailbroke at this point. No, they don't give a fuck. The models in front of it. They're yeah. out here like, they're looking down like, oh my God, these kids are still playing the 360. What a loser. Shut those servers off 14 years ago. <laughs> oh, shit. 
I, when I play, because the most recent NCAA game I have that was still in my stack because my parents don't love me was 11. So I play 11 every day. Great game, though. Great game. All righty. That was some fun video game talk. <laughs> I think we need to get some sort of betting in. There is a national championship game being played, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. I forgot that we're a sports betting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to it. Georgia, Alabama. College Football National Championship rematch. Part two of this battle, Alabama won the first one 41-24, if I remember correctly, um, in a pretty dominant fashion that shocked a lot of people. Georgia is the favorite yet again. They are a three-point favorite, but that is plus 100, so I'm sure it's two and a half on most books. Um, and it's one-tenth on each side for the over-under of 52. So... What do we think about this game? How do we think it's going to play out? And who's going to reign as the college football national champion in 2021? I think if you give me plus points with Alabama, I'll probably take them. I've done too many times not to, or missed the opportunity so many times not to. So you're going to take Alabama? What? No, sorry to do that. Never mind. Just keep going. That's pretty bad. Up 16, now we're down. Oh, Oh, Schaefer's got a bad basketball beat going. Anyway, sorry. Keep going. No, I was just saying, if you're going to give me plus points with Alabama, I'm going to take it. I've seen this situation before and not, like, taking uh, action on it or a good number with Alabama or betting against them, and I'm just not going to do it here. So, I would take Alabama plus the points. I just think – I don't know if Georgia can really change that much in three weeks between the last time they played Alabama. Like, do you really think that Alabama's not going to scheme more and get more and see what they couldn't capitalize in a game they put up 40-some points? So that's kind of where my head's at. I like saving more than I like smart. I think Bryce Young is a little bit better than um, Stetson Bennett. I think the running game for Alabama is – given the ability to spread out a Georgia defense, that's solid, and Georgia's not able to do that to Alabama's defense. So I'll take the tide. I love it. Okay, Schaefer, what do you got in the game? I just kind of – I mean, it, it doesn't really show any knowledge that me and Jordan have, but it, it, at, the, at the same time, what else do you go with? Why, how do you bet against an underdog of Nick Saban um, in the national championship? I just – the only concern for Alabama is, you know, it's tough to beat a team twice, and especially how good this Georgia team is. And, and I, I, I doubted Georgia. You know, I said they have to prove that Stetson Bennett can't hold them down, and this team has to – I doubted them. I thought Michigan was going to win. I thought – or even keep it competitively uh, close. But it turns out we all just have bad games. Georgia didn't see anybody like Alabama all year. They saw what to expect. They got their ass kicked, and now they get a rematch. So that's something to look, look at. You know, I don't think Georgia couldn't win this game. I think they very well could. And seeing a team twice gives a whole different perspective, and they definitely have the talent and the defense to do it. I want to play an over-under play. I want to take the over, but the chance of it hitting again scares me. The chance of them putting up that many points scares, it, scares me because teams just usually don't do that the second time around. They're better prepared for them. They got the adjustments. They have the defense they want to show out. So I don't know. I just I think that's where I'm kind of going with this. Mm-hmm. My play would my play would be you just it's Alabama as as my friend the Bear says it's it's Alabama or pass for me I just don't know how you take anything else and as far as over unders concerned fifty two seems low to me I would take the over but when they played twice good luck 
<laughs> Good luck. Don't be surprised if this game ends up being 20-17. to 17. I just think I'll take Alabama because of the coaching situation. I think they'll show up, I, and I'm getting a plus points. So I'd rather be in a situation. If you're, if you're listening, sorry, take it, take it now. Take it early. You know, you know the public's going to be on. In that, well, it's that already been, since we've so. been talking. It went from three to two and a half, and you're not going to get any better number, I don't think, when Sunday comes around and it's the night before the game. So I would say that for sure. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I will say this. Mine's kind of a mixture of both. I'm taking Alabama plus three. The reason why is I look back, Pac-12 title game, I get it. It's, it's a little bit different, but not really. I said that day, it's hard to beat a team twice. You look what Utah did the first time, and I got fucked in the ass. So I'm not doing that to myself again. I'm going to take Alabama plus the points. I have a little bit of a safety net because I got three. So if Georgia wins on a game-winning field goal, I at least push. But there's two bets I have going, Alabama plus three, and then I always take tails and minus 110 and hope for the best. Um, yeah, I'll look at the – I'm interested in doing some player props if I get the ability to. I think oh, that's yeah. very enjoyable. Um, and I think – if I remember right, two years ago we were talking to – or last year we were talking to Pam on the Joe Burrow one, and she took his passing total. Was that – that yeah. was, no, it was it was Mac Jones. Oh yeah, it was Alabama. Anyway, she just took Mac Jones's passing total over from like two thirty to like three forty or like something like that. It was like twelve legs and hit them all. It was insane. That's that's kind of stuff you remember. Yeah. Anyway, going back to the game, just look at it. I can't say I can't say no to an Alabama team that's done what they've done. Um, obviously, their defense has been really, really good. I didn't see enough from Georgia on offense when I'm putting them in my head, comparing them to Alabama, to be like, there's going to be that big of a difference. I do still think there's going to be a lot of points scored. Um, I, I think you're safer with the overshafe, but it would scare me too. And I don't really like playing over-unders anyway, especially in big games, so just give me Alabama. Well, I think I, think I played the over last year, and then that – hit easy because oh shit ohio state gave up a billion points and uh yeah alabama and uh, and they still scored 20 something themselves so that that was a a kind of like a known thing last year is like people just knew there's just gonna be fucking points of galore so um i'm looking forward to watching it i it kind of breaks my heart that it's two sec teams again but yeah that's where that's where you lose it for me yeah it is what it is but can we call the clouds, you fucking dipshits? What? I just don't think it's like just because there's two SEC teams and it doesn't make it like a failure or like just, anything. Just look at the last half decade. Like, like what, what? Where do you see the tide turning for the outsiders of the SEC? Like, it's an honest question. Where do you see the tide turning? Like, college football is in a dangerous situation. That's why I called it sad. I don't think it's wrong or anything. I just think, like, I'm just thinking down the road, like Schaefer just said, those teams are just reloading. They're not rebooting or rebuilding. They just reload. And that's the shit. Like, like, what are we going to do? The Big Ten's going to try to throw one of their best at them. Hopefully it works out. I mean, they took two of the best from the Big 12. Like, Clemson might recover, you know, and might be able to throw something at them. I just don't. 
with the money that they have and everything yeah, that they control, up, man, it'll take it. Just, it'll run its course. It always will. See always how? Will. How though? Because now we have the this, way, the there's money involved. The same way Texas used to be relevant, it just comes and it goes. You know what? You know what's different there? They didn't have super conferences, and the SEC only had like ten or twelve teams. Now they got fourteen, and they'll probably get more. And they got the money. And they can pay players now. Yeah, so and that's a big making, point. That's a the huge. Coaches point. are making like ten million. Like, what's Saban making? Like a massive recruiting what? point. If I can yeah. go to, if I can go be the starting quarterback at Texas right now and make two million dollars on NIL deals, or I can be the second string quarterback at Alabama and make seven. Like that's huge to those kids, and they just get those people consistently. And it's not like back then where. You could get a Vince Young to go to Texas when he should have gone to somewhere better or USC or something like that. And that's the only difference that scares the shit out of me. And I just feel like it's this ongoing cycle. And I just want Alabama to be eight and four. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? <laughs> Fuck, if they, lose two, if they lose three games in a year, I might croak. Yes. And that, that's – I mean, don't get me wrong, GP. I fucking love the sport. Uninspired, hopeless humans. No, not hope. I, I mean, you have I, no hope in the sport. I don't understand why. I, I don't understand where your hope is coming from. I mean, JP, look at the bowl games. They're de- they are we, depressing. This is another episode. This will go on forever if we start this right. Watch now. that Pitt Michigan State game. That was legitimately two seven and five teams just battling it out without their star players. Hey, those two hey, teams were dog shit. Do you forget what your team did this year after all their hopes? Those were yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would rather have overachieving than underachieving. Like, you watch two teams that aren't there usually that are battling and out. Yes, they don't have their best players on either side, but. That's a little bit of a different story, though. Both those teams. That's you're what the people Iowa watch State the game team. for. You're taking an Iowa State team coming off a nine-win season they haven't had in however many years, and they're just hoping for a 10-win season or 11-win season and a shot versus yeah. an Alabama team that's been in the – like six of the eight college football playoffs. <laughs> yeah, it's they yeah. just keep, they're just the there. best. That's the thing. That's the best I can. That's the best I can hope for. And because I'm a realist, that's the best I can hope for is Iowa State to be somewhat in the mix. And maybe we'll, yeah, we'll, and we'll win <laughs> ten or eleven games. Like it's gotta be a ton episode or something. Just college football arguments. Yeah. We those throat. Oh, we could do. We could go on forever. Or video games. We could have a couple episodes. Video games. Yeah, we were rolling earlier. Anyway, that's the game. That's what we're looking at. Um, I uh, I bet Alabama decently heavy because it's the last one of the year. There is no possible way. I can't. I don't think JP can, and I don't think Schaefer can't have a losing season. I am fifty nine, forty eight, and six. JP, I can't remember the exact number on yours. And then like, I think like, like seven or eight games under. What? Like five or six games over 500. That's what I thought. So there's no way you can finish the season under. So that's very good. And then Schaefer, you said a tough year. Last year, you were 10 games over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Schaefer uh, is more than yeah. me. Don't put that on me. Oh, uh, when you. Uh, when you've endured the pain that you I have endured this year, and just yeah, just brutal, 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 brutal. 
That's all I got. That's all I got to say. All I'll say is, Schaefer, is I know you'll be in the back next year. That next next year when week zero hits, you're going to be like, oh, this, is it, this is I it. Just, I feel like, like even like I should go back and look at former episodes. I just feel like the intensity is not there with me this year. Like I just – like there were games I would just scream about. I was so excited. And I, the only one I really remember this year was – remember how fired up I was about Fresno State? playing UConn I'm like Fresno State is going to beat the absolute doors of UConn there's no ifs ands or buts about it it's a for sure lock I had no confidence in myself once we got to like week seven I'm like I have no fucking idea if any of these teams can cover because I just I'm betting them that's an account of like what we talked about earlier we talked about preseason and middle of the season how the Pac-12 beats up on each other and like there's never a team that separates itself that much Yep. I feel like the SEC was kind of that way this year. Like, every team that got ranked high, it was just kind of bouncing around. They were all ranked, but, like, Ole Miss was there. Arkansas competitive games. A&M upset a couple of teams. Like, there were teams like that. It wasn't so top-heavy like it normally is. Like, it was definitely more balanced out. And you had the couple of bottom-level teams. But even, like, a Tennessee was competitive in games or should have won games that they didn't even – weren't even thought to be in. Like, there was just – Penny Hooker in the pit game that we had, uh, pit game of the week. There wasn't Hendon Hooker. That was before they made that move to him at quarterback. So you can look at that game as one of those should have ones. Yeah, I mean, there's just they just beat up on each other, and like there's a lot of high win totals in the SEC because one, they all, they never, I've never seen a tough, like lower tier team playing SEC team. Like I've never seen like a coastal or anything like that, but they get like the pine bluffs and the absolute dog shit piles to play FCS level wise. But anyway, that's another topic we could go on about forever. Strength of schedule. Okay. Let's move on to a completely different topic. That's your college football national championship picks. Let's go to college basketball and the NFL. I don't care which one we start with. Uh, I assume we'll just go with college basketball because we had a couple of bad beats tonight. Where are you guys at in college basketball, and does it scare you for the rest of the year? No, it doesn't scare me for the rest of the year. Um, I'm pretty excited for it. I think this year is going to be a really fun season. I think that there are a lot of teams that have a shot. Um, I'll give you a, a hoops hop for you, though. Uh, I think is I did this off the – did I do this off the air, or did I do this on the air? I'm going to go – my, my hoops hot team is Davidson. I uh, had them today at minus four on the road at St. Joe's. And uh, I don't want to give away any secrets, but I'm pretty sure with my research, they have not, uh, they have not, not covered a game this year. They've, they've, they've covered every game, and they're undefeated against the spread. So that's a hoops hot team for you. Anything you want to know, Parks, about college basketball? you have any questions? I was looking at teams against the record, against the spread record, and I saw Mon- Monmouth at the top. Monmouth. Are they, they good last year? I don't know. Uh, Monmouth's really Monmouth's a team. Uh, that's an at-large. Or, uh, what do you call those? Sorry, drawing a blank here already. Not an at-large, but what? Do you, small yeah, schools. yeah, small schools that um, could easily make a first-round upset in the you tournament. Tell me you can't think of the word small schools. No, what's the name for those conferences? Group of though? five. Mid majors. Mid majors. Yes, thank you. <laughs> That's a mid-major school that could – Small school. He goes, yeah, small school. Uh, <laughs> no, I was thinking of mid-majors. So, yeah, them uh, or Iona are two teams that 
keep your eye on for a first round upset of, if they make a tournament this year. Iona Gales. They've already Iona's already beaten Alabama this year, so they've proven to do it. Rick Pitino, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I feel like whenever I look at this sheet of teams that are good against the spread, it's always the small schools. Like the the power fives are always like pretty average. The good ones are a little bit higher, if not under, because they have such big spreads. But like Monmouth, Davidson, Cornell, Abilene Christian, New Hampshire, Middle Tennessee, Towson, Idaho. <laughs> like those are the teams that are the top of the list. And they're like 11 and 1, 11 and 2. Like those good mid major teams that have those big spreads that they cover. Those are those lines that aren't manipulated as much by the public. And so what the book has to come out with usually stays there. The big games bring all the money, move the lines and sway. So I think that might have something to do with that as well. And there's just so many fucking teams that aren't power five. Iowa State's up there. Iowa State's nine and four against the spread. Yeah, because we've been predict the we were underdogs in like every game this year, and we now we're the game together. What was the spread on that? Eight and a half. And Iowa State's gonna fucking fucking lose this stupid fucking game. Texas Tech just took the first lead with two minutes left. Oh, they covered. Okay, we got to wrap it up so Shafe can watch the last two minutes. They covered the they covered on the last second shot um, against Baylor. They were eight and a half point dogs. Okay, there you go. There okay. is college basketball teams. Hoops are hot. Um, we need to get more plays going for college basketball. We were. Well, the fucking problem is, is I didn't know Kempom is a fucking twenty dollar subscription yeah. for. The whole year, JP. Are we gonna like go halvesies on that or what? I don't actually. I I forget what site I used that has like the Kempom. You can see anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say you need to find that website so we can give it to the people. I've seen it before. I can't remember what it's called. I'll do some looking next week. Okay, they're making up words for you. Um, Kempom. We had to look out for Kempom. You don't know what Kempom is. No, I've just been watching and doing college football things. I literally have not been on a college basketball game since I bet something like week two. And JP is like, where'd you get that play? I was like, just picked it, man. Lost it. I haven't looked at it once since. Like, I have not been paying t- attention to college basketball one bit. I'm not going to lie. I've watched – well, the, NF- the NHL is in the heat of the year. So, I've been all in on that. That's something we could go into, but we won't because we're on a time crunch here. We talked about video games instead. Uh, <laughs> you went way off tangent and went hard. Too. Hey, it's fine. The people like that. So we give the people what we what they want here. Winners and video games. All right. Let's go to the NFL. NFL's kit in the heat of things. Packers are probably going to be um, up there with one of the better teams and one of the teams later in the year. They absolutely piss-pounded the Vikes this week. The Colts are very good. Um, they have been really, really good. New England's in the playoffs again. There are teams securing their spots. There are teams that have pointless week 18 games, which 18 weeks, man, that's a lot. That's, um, that's too much. That's too much. It, it's a lot of football. It's kind of crazy that we're just getting to the end of the regular season for that. Yeah. I mean, and it's – we're going to be playing this weekend and then wild card weekend just seven days after the end of the year. Do they have like a – Weird two week thing going. I don't remember. No, the wild cards next weekend because my father and I, if the stars align and the Colts play in Kansas City, are we're pretty certain on going as long as the tickets aren't up the wazoo. They'll be up the wazoo. 
no, I've been peaking. Kansas City selling their first round uh, for like it's between a hundred and two hundred bucks. It's not that much. I would that's, buy those that's right now. Well, why well, I can't buy them because I it's not guaranteed they're gonna play. The Colts don't make it. I <laughs> I don't know who to sell them to if I fucking buy them. They put them on StubHub. <laughs> but the Chiefs are they're gonna have the first round buy. Also. No. If Tennessee wins, they get the one seed because Tennessee beat the Chiefs this year. That's right. Duh. Damn. Come on. I've already done my research, JP. Yeah, but there are there is a situation where the Colts can't even make it. So Yeah, if we if we fuck this one up really bad, somebody needs to get fired. You guys just need to be in the AFC. You guys need to be in the NFC. Yeah, right. You guys would be in there. Vikings <laughs> yeah. are officially out of the hunt. Shout out Kirk Cousins for getting COVID. We just got Ooh. absolutely murdered. By the Packers. Murder. That was I turned that shit off when it was 30 to 3. Um anyway, that's the NFL. It is what it is. I don't have any picks for you. Week 18, I have no idea what the fuck's going on, who's gonna be out, so I'm not playing anything. Uh I think a game to look into. I think Sunday night, big one. Uh Raiders and Chargers are playing for a playoff spot. You got really two Is that teams. in Vegas? Yeah. You had t- the Raiders are a three-point dog. I think that that's a good spot for them. But really, realistically, you got two teams who are love to fuck up their own season. I'm not betting the Chargers. We'll never bet the Chargers again this year. That team's fucked me over more than three times. So I think you're going to go with the metaphor there, and I was really yeah, angry. yeah. Sorry, more than a hundred times, but um, yeah, I think this is a good spot for the Raiders, but at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me if they come down, come up and choke this one away, and Derek Carr does Derek Carr things. Uh, but I think that's a good spot for them for three points at home in a huge, huge game on the line Sunday night where everybody's watching. That Colts, makes me sad because I'll be in Vegas on Monday. Damn. Yeah. Colts, 15.5-point favorites on the road to Jacksonville. Absolutely unreal. Ridiculous. You should take Jacksonville. Um, I'm pretty sure the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville in six years. So even if we win this game, there's not a chance we are blowing this team out. It's just what we do. It's how we play this football game. I've told you, I've given you guys winners on the Colts this year. So Is Wentz telling you, yeah, Wentz played. Wentz played last week. He played awful. So hopefully they got their shit together. I'm a little nervous about it. I'm not going to lie. This is a good spot that the Colts have fucked up before. So Yes. Okay. There it is. JP, got any Broncos talk for us? I haven't heard the word Broncos in a while. They're fucking horrible. I've been suffering in. That team sucks. Oh, wow. The franchise. Like he's been relevant. <laughs> we made the playoffs last year. You play in the worst division in the NFL. It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Does not matter. We play. Year in and year out. Anyway, I. I think Philly plus seven against Dallas. I think that'll be a good spot. I know uh, Philly's been playing better. And Dallas, honestly, they need to keep winning. They'll have, you know, obviously that motivation, but they're going to Philly outside. So I think Philly plus seven, that's just too much. Here's my lock of the weekend. You ready for it? Yep. New England minus six and a half at Miami. Miami was on a little bit of a roll. They're six and three and one against the spread in their last 10. However, I believe when they got their absolute shit – yeah, last week against Tennessee yeah. when they got their shit rocked, the season's done. They're not playing for the playoffs anymore. Meanwhile, you have a New England team. You have a Belichick coach team that's going to give Tua a bunch of problems. And I think if they win, 
they're playing for like a three seed or so, or they're playing for a higher seed in some sort of scenario. So they need that win um, to stay in and stay relative and get a good seed in the playoffs. So I like that. Um, and There's got to be a place somewhere, right? Like we're in the deep enough in the season where you get to Foxborough or Green Bay or somewhere where it's cold as balls and it's snowing like a motherfucker. Like there's got to be an under in there somewhere to play. It's in Miami, so no. But it is over under of 40. That's a low-ass number. I think if I can tease Arizona and New England, little teaser, and maybe throw – I think teaser, uh, the Raiders, the Cardinals, and the Patriots, I think is my – would be my play of the weekend. Is that a tasty one? Are you going to take that from JP? I don't know if it is tasty. That would be stealing, but <laughs> I yep, think if copyright restricted, if I can get uh, money lines from both Arizona and um, New England, and then make the Chargers like plus six uh, at home, I like my options. So, okay, there you go. There's your NFL plays. Broke down college basketball, broke down the NFL, talked about college football video games, went over the college football seasons, coach of the year, um, Heisman Trophy winner, play of the year, bowl game of the year, and things like that. That wraps everything up. That's it for college football. Next thing you'll hear from us is the recap of how the national championship game went, and then we'll move on. We live and we learn. We'll, go, we'll jump more into the NHL, more into the NFL, and definitely more college basketball. I'll have to figure my life out for the first couple of weeks. So – is what it is. We'll jump into those things when they come, but college football, it has been a blast. We're looking forward to a great 2022. This is now year three of the It's Just Money podcast, and what is going to play us out? I think my suggestion, JP, I think you'd probably agree with me. In honor of a SEC national title game, we should play South on you by Luke Combs. All right. I don't... What did you just say? South on you. By Luke Combs. <laughs> South on you. No, yeah. He, it's, no, it's, it's yeah. It's yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. South on you by Luke Combs. All right. That'll be a fun one. Appreciate that. Okay. There's the song. Ryan, we love you. We'll see you next time. Cheers.